Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Considering Humanity, where I discuss ideas about our relationship with robots in the present and future, and what issues this will inevitably raise. Hello again. Now that we've established all of our technological jargon, I'm actually going to use some philosophy to build an argument. So what can we use to say that synths can be considered human? Humanity is simply our definition of ourselves. Therefore, it's a fairly narrow viewpoint, and it merely means the collective of humans or the quality of being humane. If these robots are being mistaken for humans, they therefore have the quality of being humane, then surely they can be classed as humans. Now we look at our definition of a human. If you ignore most of it and focus on the qualities, faults and feelings of a person bit, That actually sounds plausible. If you cannot distinguish between a person and a synth, they must exhibit the same qualities. So under this definition, a synth is human. And then you have the Turing test. Devised by genius mathematician and codebreaker Alan Turing, this looks at whether a robot can imitate human speech. Basically, you mix a robot in with a bunch of humans on a text chat and see if an adjudicator can work out who the robot is. If it can, the robot fails. If it can't, the robot passes. A school scenario can be seen as this, but only with a face-to-face element. If a person walks into a room and cannot tell the robot apart from the rest of the people, in a visual and conversational sense, the robot must therefore be as intelligent as the humans. Therefore, in a mind-like sense, it could be considered to be human. A variation on the Turing test was proposed known as the creativity test. This involves making an AI produce a piece of art that is comparable to a human, such as a chapter of a book using well-known characters. Creativity is an element that we see as something unique to humanity, and if a synth can imitate this creativity, which it probably can, considering it's teaching in a school, we could consider it human. Another argument comes in the form of Robert Dawkins, who is quoted to say that there is no spirit-driven life force, no throbbing, heavily pulsating, protoplasmatic, rhythmistic jelly. Life is just bites and bites and bites of digital information. If life is digital information, there is no distinction between us as a synth, as they are just digital information, therefore a synth must be human. Also, if you think about it, Machines and humans work in a very similar way. We look at an input, a command like search the Avengers for a machine, or an instruction like do your homework for a human. And then we both produce an output. A machine would complete the task and display the results of the search for you to look at, and a human would do the task and present the results to a person who asked. If you look at the bare bones, the way that we both function is highly similar. The philosopher Descartes presents the idea that we can only gain knowledge from logic in his argument of cogito ergo sum, I think, therefore I am. Machines function on logic, and so it follows that the machine can think because it gained knowledge from its logical processes. The ability to think is something that we consider as part of being human. If the machine can think, it could be classed as human. In his criticism of the idea, Gilbert Ryle said, There is no ghost in the machine. Although he is critiquing the idea of a soul, his choice of wording is interesting, 
simply saying that a human body is a machine and that without a soul, we are just a combination of processes that work together to keep us moving, much like machines. Finally, I thought I'd finish with this. An anonymous quote from Reddit, yes, Reddit, I know, that offers an interesting perspective on the debate. I'm a machine, you're a machine. Everybody that you know, you know they are machines. To keep your engine running, you need energy. If you're a high-powered, revved-up body machine, you're a high-powered, revved-up body machine. This simplifies the argument. We are all machines. If you take it as correct, then there's no distinction between us and a robot. And therefore, a robot, or a synth, could be classed as human. If you agree with this school of thought, you can therefore conclude that these synths are human. And by concluding that these synths are human, you are then opening up to all sorts of possibilities on the debate that I will eventually cover later over whether or not you can destroy them. And so we finish. The next episode is more philosophy, where I cover the no they can't school of thought.